Hello, strangers, and welcome to the Strange Horizons podcast for April 28, 2014. I'm your host and fearless leader, Anaya Lay. This week's podcast brings us the April poetry. First off, we have The Ghosts of Occupation, written by Wendy A. Howe and read by Wendy A. Howe. Wendy is an English teacher who lives in California with her partner. She's fascinated by ghosts, myths, and ancient landscapes. Her work has been published in a variety of journals, including Goblin Fruit, Mythic Delirium, Jabberwocky, and Jeherazade's Bequest, along with several anthologies, including The Midnight Garden and Forgetting Home, poems about Alzheimer's. That's followed by 1991, What I Wanted, by Boudreaux Ferre, and read by the same. Boudreaux's satire has appeared in Yankee Pot to Roast, The Talking Mirror, The Big Jewel, and on bathroom walls throughout Orleans Parish. His attempts to be serious have been featured in Six Sentences, Milena Dressler's American Stories Now, Medicine, and The Glass Coin. He likes root beer. After that, Her Sun-Patterned Eye by Alex Daly McFarlane, read by Amal Omokhtar. Alex lives along the Thames. One of her current projects is a series of poems based on archaeological finds, to which Her Sun-Patterned Eye belongs. Others can be found in Stone Telling, Through the Gate, Goblin Fruit, and Mythic Delirium. She is the editor of Aliens, Recent Encounters. Then we'll have The God of Lost Things, written by Neela Graham and read by Neela Graham. Neela's life is full of writing and writers. She's a graduate of Clarion West Writers Workshop and currently serves as their workshop director. Her poetry collections are Seven Robins, Spells for Clear Vision, and Blood Memory, and a spoken word CD, She Says, Poems Selected and New. Finally, we have Transformations, written and read by Kate Conover. Kate lives in Brooklyn, New York. Her previous work appears in The New Yorker's Eel. Now, settle in. Let's begin. The Ghosts of Occupation by Wendy Howe I dream of women who have lost their treasure and look at mannequins through a brass cage, Madame Tellers, who can't tell them how to cope, but turn their own wax faces under the tilt of black brim with veil toward a clock and scale balancing nothing outside A few blocks down, sun wavers between leaves wilted by frost, and wind cloaked in the wings of birds keeps silent, knowing they will come tend the flames. I dream of women who vow to keep their fire baskets full as winter settles in the park, kindling gathered from fallen leaves, feathers, 
scattered trash and tresses plucked from brush or scalp. They come under the stone roof of the underpass, Valkyrie sorting through issues that cause the movement to thrive or perish. The river sheds its wild geese and cattail ash. Migration instinctive with the chill. But these women pledge to stay and rise, rationing their strength each day while time limits their length of light. A cache of stars is kept on hand to mix with the black pour of sky the acid taste of their early coffee. 1991, What I Wanted by Boudreaux Ferret A competent surgeon to reassemble the pieces in the right order that I might go on and a god that I might want to. Her Sun-Patterned Eye by Alex Daly McFarlane Seen True A Skeleton A Woman Striding Statue Tall In a Time of Cities Of Temples Of Stories Lost No Foundation Texts Inscribed On Her Tall Body Only Her Collarbones In Shahrasukhta's Dry Ground Ash Ash Words unfinished, unfound, and an eye in her skull's left socket that would have glowed gold and sun-patterned in her face, seeing sun-world scorched to bone and gold, oh, women of gold, legs as long as temples, as strong, to see her walk, more than a story I made. The God of Lost Things by Neil Graham The God of Lost Things is a small beast with a body of Celtic knots, ears twitching soft as a doze, lively-eyed, narrow-eyed. His nose is long and wide, wide open. My prayer to him is simple at first. I want what I want and want it back. But vain hours later, I'm inventing prayers of smoke and mirrors, knotted into silver lace. They rise into the tarnished sky, sparking and weaving, all ears, all eyes, all long, long nose. Please be seeking, be finding, be bringing it back to my hand, O oh beast, how my hands then will stroke those ears, bless those bright eyes, how I will delight that nose with delicious tidbits, offerings of thanks. How I will make a pet of you, place you in my silken cage, lined with your new velvet bed. How when you curl there, I will say, I want what I want, and I want it. You. Transformations by Kate Conover Mestra, Shape Changer The first time? It is hard the first time. She is fucking terrified. The shape of a girl, the shape of emptiness around it. He is smiling at her, this man, the mark. He is remote, a projection. She is a lie. Together they are a mirage, the false joining where sky meets sea. 
wine dark, wine drunk, wine blacked out, and, like the money, she is gone. Like his wallet, she is empty, emptiness, empty shaped. Now again, now, again, she is a bird, a fish, a horse. Erusikthon, earth terror. Disease rends the flesh. A butcher, it neatly joints his still-breathing corpse, offering up its choicest cuts to the hunger that will not leave him. Thick, godless construction of a man, big as a tree trunk, felled by the gnawing in his gut. He is diminished, sunken, as though sickness tunnels under his skin. Just one ice chip, he pleads, something to stem this ravenous wound. He wears his prognosis to match his eyes. Son of a bitch, not long now. Metamorphosis, metamorphosis. Each new shape means the death of the last, so that all that is left is the change. These spare moments to jingle in one's pockets to the comfortless hymn of life, life, life. His threadbare hope hangs like a second-hand suit. She is plastered on her own shape like an untrue smile. Everyone is pretending. Don't ask about the money. Denials will part her lips. This language is a Gordian knot, and parting slips in duty or in love cannot be unraveled. No honest stroke may cleave the complex tangle of their actions. Once acted, once departed, there is no chance for return. So, like his body, she is consumed. Like his hunger, she is no longer. The future stretches before her, a blank horizon, she is. Welcome back. This is a fantastic crop of poems this month, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to them as much as we enjoyed putting them together for you. Go ahead and let us know what you thought. You can tell us by leaving a comment either on the poems themselves at the website or on the podcast. In case you missed the announcement last week, I just want to say again that Strange Horizons has been nominated as Best Semi-Prosine for the Hugo. It's a tough category, and everybody on there does excellent work, so we are honored to be among them. Thank you to everybody who nominated us. One last note before you go. Strange Horizons is an entirely volunteer organization supported by donations from our fans and community. If you would like to support us, check out the donate link on our website. That's all for this week. Until next time, stay strange. <laughs>